0: Right now, you can get 25% off any PFF subscription if you use code BETTINGPOD. Grades and data are live for every single player who logged a snap last week. You can go check out all the highest graded players from week eight and look to find some early value on spread picks and player props for week nine. What can you get with a PFF subscription? All of PFF's Locked Article content, PFF's NFL and College Football betting dashboards, our grade power projections, cover probabilities, and betting values. Zero to 100 grades of every single player, including the top rookies on every team. Our player props tool, which shows plus-minus value for every NFL prop. PFF NFL green line, we got a DFS optimizer, and so much more. Support the pod and use promo code BETTINGPOD for 25% off any subscription. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you. night football i mean it took only two days but we are finally here i'm once again joined by kevin cole pff data scientist uh releases a great showdown article to get you set for your DraftKings lineups coming up here for uh jets colts It's uh not necessarily uh the greatest of games on thursday night but it's football so kevin how do you feel uh heading into this thursday night matchup
1: hey first of all i don't want to hear any uh mike white slander Oh, out no. there okay because <laughs> Mike White I mean we, we coming to the season we thought to ourselves we go what you said we got five top 15 rookie quarterbacks going in little did we know the best quarterback in the NFL yet to throw a pass in an NFL game was in Which fact Mike White right quarterback controversy for the Jets <laughs> especially
0: if if they win this game what do you think I mean, he's got to increase the average depth of target, the target that all the people are hey, talking we're, about. Basically, and all we're on. about so
1: they, yards per attempt.
0: However, you that's get all it that done, matters. You know, that's all that matters. You created those yards after the catch, before the catch. Doesn't matter where they come from.
1: <laughs> it's about ball placement. Okay, it's, it's ball, about ball it's about placement. getting it done. It's not the, the the size doesn't matter. It's the motion in the ocean. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. All right, so you b- so but you got to be basically buying into the Mike White cover machine now, right? I mean, he might not win outright, but at 10.5 point spread, uh, that market's really only moved in one direction. So you're saying you're a little bit of a Mike White truther after one week? Is that kind of uh, the initial uh, gauge that I'm getting from you?
1: Yeah, yeah, I I think I might be. I mean, it depends on whether or not the Colts decide they're just going to leave... Uh, eight yards on the table for every single time he wants to dump it off to Michael Carter or a running back. Uh, Maybe they will not choose the same defensive uh,
0: strategy as the Bengals, but we'll see. It's possible. Right. Right. And you know the Colts have a decent defense, at least from you know the run defense ranks fourth overall in our opponent adjusted grade. So maybe that makes things just a little bit more difficult for Mike White. But the spread has actually moved uh, somewhat in his direction, right? So I think if you were looking at you know the preseason numbers, obviously we've had a ton of data since then. Eight and a half point spread for the Colts. Uh, look ahead line closer to two touchdown differential, and of course. Jets led by the great Mike White uh, pulled off the upset last week down, you know, open at 11 and down to 10 and uh, I think, you know, basically anything between 11 and you know, 14 before you get up to 14 doesn't really matter a whole ton. So 11, 12, 13, not a ton of actual value in that line movement, but uh, are you, I guess I got to ask, I guess straight, straight up. Are you backing uh, the Jets' 10 and point dogs here on Thursday night or not? I mean, I don't hate it.
1: The thing with The Colts. So, what we've seen is a little bit of a strange arc for Carson Wentz so far this year. He looked pretty neutered for the beginning of the season, but he was not, he didn't have any turnover-worthy plays. I think he he didn't have any for the longest time. It was like him and Tom Brady and some others. Then he had one turnover worthy play in his first six games, I believe. And then the last two games, I think he has seven turnover-worthy plays. So right. who are we getting in this one? Uh I think turnover machine Wentz is starting to come back into play. He's not going to have T.Y. Hilton. There's no real field stretchers here. How many defensive pass interferences can this guy possibly get like that's basically 50% of the Colts offense at this point so that that has to run out at, at some point so I I'm, I'm a little bit interested in it and what's interesting about these these quarterbacks who stepped in we've seen it a lot the last couple of years is you have some pretty capable dudes coming into the NFL because they threw it a ton in college and while they're not going to give you wow sort of plays they can do what Mike White did because they've been playing you know who knows they have probably been playing like seven on seven early in their lives and they're just out there in the gun just doing quick game all the time and if he can continue to do that maybe maybe things can go well for them
0: yeah, definitely. And I agree with you. I think the right, you know, scheme and strategy heading into a, te- a game, especially with a defense that isn't necessarily all that great, uh, can pay off for a number of those, you know, mid-tier and below guys. I do think the gap that you're kind of talking about is there are a few, you know, really high upper echelon quarterbacks in the NFL right now that can basically make every throw on the football field. Things we would describe as big time throws, those sorts of NFL caliber throws. And there's a lot of people that uh, can dink and duck their dunk their way into success uh that appears to be successful on the offensive side of the football for even you know a number of stretch of games we've seen guys run it for a whole season um and you know i think the drop-off between the mid-tier that are starting in the nfl and those some sorts of guys that are kind of backups uh probably isn't as drastic as uh what people probably want to price in or even give credit to on the spread market so i think that's a, a really good point i do actually like that quite a bit so do you um Ten and a half points for the Jets. do you like anything on the total that's moved down basically forty seven I think to open in the week uh, now down to five forty five and a half so it's down a point and a half. Do you buy into either of these defenses slowing down the offense or do you think uh, the only way we're really going to see some production again, like you said is some of those t- long Dpi calls coming for both offenses
1: yeah, I mean unfortunately, as much as I'd like to say, I had an opinion on either the side or the total I don't really other than the fact that Points could be hard to come by because the Colts cannot stretch the field now. Right. T.Y. Hilton's out, as I mentioned before. They have jump balls to Michael Pittman is one of their big things or throwing it downfield to you know Zach Pascal or, or someone else. So they don't have a whole lot going on there. And then the Jets, uh, Corey Davis, who didn't play last week, he's doubtful. So it looks right. like he's also going to be out. So then you're going to have you know your Jamison Crowder Braxton Berrios Elijah Moore the uh you know like the five foot eight squad out there oh Denzel Mims though Denzel Denzel Mims 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 is getting I mean he's gonna get some run that's for sure Denzel Mims truthers will will be will be huge on this game the first time he catches a pass people will be going nuts about that about their dynasty shares that they bought dynasty shares That have been rotting away away for the last couple of years. So, I mean, there's there's reason to suspect this could be ugly, and we're talking about Thursday night. So, like, I wouldn't mind sweating an under on this, but 45 and a half in our year of the Lord 2021 is a pretty low total.
0: Right. And it is. It's below, you know, the mean that we've seen for the past two years. It is lower than that. I have it at 46.5. I did take the under, so it has moved down a point for me. I don't feel as comfortable, really, uh, with it at 45.5. So, I guess, let's talk about showdown. I do think that's kind of a good transition point. Um, Are you playing, like, both defenses in this matchup, and how are you kind of using some of these, you know, question marks at the wide receiver position, especially for the Jets' offense?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting for the Jets because... I just think that the they're just going to be rostered at a very low level. Right. Uh, I mean, Jameson Crowder is going to be the number one option, and he is the, let's see, the sixth highest salary here, and then you're going to skip by Corey Davis, you're going to go down even further, down to Elijah Moore, who's going to be down seventh, eighth, ninth, something like that. So... Uh, I'm okay with either one of those guys because I think that everyone is really going to buy hard into Michael Carter going off in this game. Mm -hmm. Tevin Coleman's out also. So Tevin Coleman was out last week. So it it looks like they're going to have the same lineup lineup. Of players that they had last week. And I think the problem is when you have a very small sample, so you have a one week sample of Mike White, a one week sample of this exact configuration of supporting cast, everyone will just pile into, you know what's going to happen? The same exact thing that happened last week, right? And, th- right. and so therefore, Michael Carter is going to be very, very heavily uh, rostered. And we're just going to assume that the wide receivers are going to do nothing. So I wouldn't mind sprinkling some uh, sprinkling into your entries. A lot of these receivers, especially guys like Jamison Crowder or Elijah Moore. I mean, Crowder had an okay game last week. You know, he, he did his normal, like eight eighty sort of mold, but you get a touchdown in there, you get some other stuff and, and maybe some, maybe something's popping for you there. So I do like the wide receivers as opposed to just piling in on Michael
0: Carter, who should be very, very popular. Yeah, I do agree with you. I do think Carter's going to be really popular. He played 68% of the snaps last week, 60% of the routes run, uh, handled roughly like what over 50% of the rushing share, basically. So, I do see why people are definitely going to gravitate toward him, especially um, in a potential lower-scoring game, but I agree. I think the upside play, definitely the Jets' wide receivers. I mean, Denzel Mims played the highest percentage of snaps for any Jets receiver last week at 72.9%. Uh, you know, didn't necessarily have a, you know, the high target share I think he only had three targets Crowder was at nine so I agree with you I think Crowder is a little bit of an interesting play I would you know I don't think I think I think Elijah Moore's um you know presence could potentially limit how many people roster Jameson Crowder in this matchup so I think from my perspective he might be the most interesting play mm-hmm. what do you make of like Michael Pittman how uh how highly rostered do you think he's going to be is he even you know viable in the flex given what you kind of project his utilization to be yeah, let me roll down to
1: Flex. I mean, I think the Flex would be the place that maybe you could you could use him. So right now, the my projections for the captain spot, Jonathan Taylor is like head and shoulders above anybody going into this. But then Pittman's second and pretty substantial also um, at second. I mean, he's been winning these jump ball contests the last right. couple of weeks. He has the uh, the quote unquote he has the Bible narrative going on with Carson Wentz. They're in Bible study oh, really? together. So I did yes. not know <laughs> that. I, that? I <laughs> did not know
0: that one was. Oh, on that's there.
1: like that's w- I... well known throughout the DFS community
0: as the Bible okay. is the Bible study. Uh, well, I here, know the Bible, Bible one, is, one is. I did not know that it was a Pittman Wentz connection. Oh yeah, with the Bible, oh yeah, I guess Pittman, was the part that I was missing. Big so. time, big time.
1: I mean, he's throwing it. I mean, he's throwing literal prayers prayers up up. to <laughs> to, so to, to Michael Pittman.
0: So it makes
1: it makes a lot of sense there. So I think Pittman's going to be next. But unfortunately, I'm gonna have to, you know, fade Pittman maybe slightly on there. Um, an interesting guy, if you wanted to really dig deep, is uh, my man Jack Doyle may- is making okay. a comeback. You know, he's, he's back in the lineup now. Uh, he he, I think he had a touchdown last week, and you never know. Like for these for these tight ends, sometimes they catch. Uh, three catches for a touchdown at, at the amount that they're going for, it could be an interesting little guy that's just going to fall underneath the radar with people being a little bit more infatuated with uh, Pittman, others, Miley Cox, uh, other options that they have available to them.
0: NFL fans, are you hungry for a big win this week? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner! It's that simple. If sportsbooks isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet just five dollars on any NFL team to win their game and win two hundred dollars in free bets. If they win, you win. With promo code PFF this weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports spending partner of the nfl must be 21 or older new jersey indiana or pennsylvania only new customers only Min five dollar deposit one dollar wager required one per customer restrictions apply see draftkings.com sportsbook for details gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER yeah, that is really interesting. I I do like the Jack Doyle play. I think he's kind of sneaky. He's played seventy percent of the snaps uh, since week five. Alley Cox around fifty two percent. Of course, you know Cox basically doubled him over doubled him in targets during that time period. But I think if you kind of picture, you know, Jack Doyle potentially being a little bit more involved early, you know, if the Colts kind of separate, I do think that he is uh, definitely a sneaky option there, especially for the flex position. So let's move on. Let's talk some player props. I know we've talked a little bit about how we anticipate um, you know the targets are breaking out. Do you think Naheem Hines uh, is going to be involved enough in the passing game to go over his uh, rushing and receiving yards, or just his receiving yards? Do you like any you know other play for the Colts on the over uh, in that pass catching unit?
1: Yeah, you know I I, kind, I like Hines. So the thing with. Naheem Hines is if you look at his trajectory during the course of the season, he was very involved the first few weeks of the season. If you look at his combination of rushing and receiving yards, he had 82 yards in week one. He only had 12 in week two, but then he popped back up to 79 in week three. And then since then, it's been 11, 18, uh, basically nil, 12, and 24. So I think people have really cooled on him quite a bit, but you can always get that to pop up here. And it's it. the line has moved steadily down throughout the, the the last number of weeks has gone from a peak of 51 and a half all the way down now to its lowest point of the season on 28 and a half. So I, I'm only to buy back in at this point. I know that they love Jonathan Taylor. They want to ride him a lot. But I do think that Hines brings a good element to that team where they can spread things out, uh, push things out on the outside. You have a great interior defensive line for the Jets. So he could be used a little bit more here. I mean, I'm always betting on mean
0: reversion, and he's a mean reversion type of play. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you actually quite a bit. I do, I do like his rushing receiving yards more uh, than just his straight receiving yards, but I think both of them are probably, uh, you know, a great play. You talked a little bit about uh, Jonathan Taylor. We like his over 18.5 carries. Do you think he gets enough volume to go over that prop number? It's a
1: little tough. That's a little tough. I mean, that's you're looking at a scenario there where he's going to be dominating there. I mean, if you look at this season, he doesn't have more than 18 carries in a game this entire season. So, it's going to make me a little bit hesitant. What's interesting about the Colts offense is Uh, And anyone who has Jonathan Taylor on their fantasy rosters would know this if they looked up at halftime fantasy totals is that they're not using them a lot early. They're really relying more on the passing game than you might think early in these games. Will they try to flip things around against the Jets? Possibly. I do think the Jets have a decent run defense, though, vis-a-vis their pass defense. So I don't know if that's going to be the case. So I think I would fade that a little bit, although we do see a little bit of value in our prop tool, primarily because of the double-digit spread on
0: this game yeah definitely I agree with you so we have the Jets basically 22nd overall in our run defense opponent just a sixth overall in pass rush grade so I definitely think you know if if you buy into uh the Colts potentially being ahead uh and you know that's where the Jets have kind of been poor at least to start the season uh maybe Jonathan Taylor over 18.5 carries is the play that you want to make as opposed to kind of going with those Naeem Hines we we discussed earlier. So, is there anything else that's kind of popping up to you that you'd like really uh, that the player prop tool shows value on in either an over or an under? Yeah, I mean, I'm always into the unders. And
1: I think Michael Carter going under 35 and a half receiving yards is interesting yeah. to me. Again, it's playing against this Michael Carter being peppered sort of philosophy here. I mean, 35 and a half, he hasn't had uh, a prop over 14 and a half this season. Right. Now we're up to 35 and a half. Uh, that, that's quite, quite a jump. I mean, I know Ted McComan's not going to play, but you also look in there, you know, Ty Johnson is is nothing to, to. to you know, he, he's a guy who can play too. He's And he had a great touchdown last week. He could be involved. There could be more of a split there. And if they want to you know, quote unquote, establish the run and play a little bit more with that type of passing game. And if the Colts decide they're going to press up and, you know, not let Mike White beat them the exact same way that he beat the Bengals the week before, I think Carter is someone who could suffer for his receiving production.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with you. So we're basically, you know, heavily on the fade Michael Carter train here on Thursday night. So I guess if he goes off, uh, there's going to be a lot of people that are rich, not us then. But if he doesn't, This is the spot where we get. Although I, I did call of. Michael
1: Carter the uh, the discount Clyde Edwards Hilaire to start the season, go. so yeah, uh, you know enough. I think I've been somewhat vindicated on that. He might be better. I think Clyde Edwards Hilaire might be the discount Michael Carter at this point that, in
0: the season. I mean, if he can come back, we'll see if he actually can even <laughs> come back. He might not be able to prove or live up to. Yeah, that, he might like be behind Derek right Gore. He might be right. behind Derek <laughs> Gore now in the in the depth chart there. <laughs> oh, Derek Gore! He was my preseason hero in this. You know. This 2021 year, and then all also to see him getting a bunch of run now midseason as well, it's just uh, flashbacks, basically, to preseason week two, which is just in the greatest time on earth, basically, but... Let's move on. We got, um, you know, a lot of great prop action coming up here. There's going to be some more articles, uh, stream coming up tomorrow, hitting with all the latest numbers and news. Make sure you check that out. Check out Kevin Cole's Kevin Cole's great uh, showdown slate article as well. That's going to get you prepped if you wanted to get any, get any involved in any you know DraftKings uh, contests or anything else available for you. There's you know massive prize pools that you can obviously win using uh, Kevin's great modeling and you know simulation results he has coming up for that article so make sure you check that out check out all the other great things at pff.com from Fan brown joined by kevin Cole. we appreciate you guys listening to the pff betting podcast